You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time, 6.30. KSL's top story this hour. Attorney General Sean Reyes has been ordered by a judge to hand over his work calendars to KSL and other news outlets. But the legislature passed a bill a few hours later that would prevent any public officer from having to hand over those calendars in the future. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston begins our live team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024. Peter? Amanda, State Judge Patrick Corum has sided with KSL and says Attorney General Sean Reyes' office must hand over his calendars. KSL fought for the calendar since 2022 when reports came out of Reyes taking personal trips to other states. Unlike his predecessor, Reyes objected and took this to an appeal court after losing a case in May. But then this bill passed the legislature with Democrats and some Republicans in opposition. And this clarifies that uh, that, it was never, that it was never intended to be included. And that was how it was as to all officials when grandma was passed. That's bill sponsor Representative Brady Brammer explaining that for every single public official, whether appointed or elected at the state, local or county level, calendars will no longer be subject to grandma laws. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. Ruby Frankie's ex-husband testified to Utah lawmakers about a bill looking to regulate life coaches. KSL News Radio's Adam Small continues our live team coverage on the Hill 2024. Adam? Tim, Senator David Hinkin says... Kevin Frankie approached him about this just after his ex-wife and her business partner and noted life coach Jody Hildebrand pled guilty to aggravated child abuse. They've since been sentenced to serve prison time. Hankins read a le- excuse me, Hankins read a letter from Kevin Frankie to a Senate committee this week about why he wants them to support a bill that would require life coaches to be registered to practice. Numerous life coaches today are free to offer the same services provided by licensed mental health professionals who but carry none of the responsibilities or care of li- or liabilities associated with that profession. Lawmakers voted to leave the bill on hold so it can be fine-tuned before next year's session. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. A bill to help fund a potential Major League Baseball stadium in Salt Lake City went through some significant changes. The bill no longer relies on hotel taxes. Instead, it puts taxes on rental cards, cars and adds use taxes around the stadium site. The Senate president says the changes would still raise about $600 million rather than the nearly billion dollars originally proposed. KSL's top national stories now. Disaster declarations have been issued in more than 60 counties in northern Texas and Oklahoma because of a fast-moving wildfire. ABC's Andrew Dimbert is following the story. The heat and heavy winds fueling the flames in the Texas panhandle. One fire quadrupled in size in just 24 hours, burning an area more than seven times the size of Washington, D.C. More than 40 homes damaged in Fritch, Texas. Residents told to evacuate now. Just outside Amarillo, the country's primary nuclear weapons facility, pausing operations as the fire raged nearby. The city of Canadian, northeast of Amarillo, was surrounded by fire. Anyone who had not evacuated was told to shelter in place. The fires crossing into Oklahoma prompting more evacuations. Dry grass, extra warm temperatures and powerful winds, uh, winds that is, have been driving these flames across more than 350,000 acres. There's a map of new proposed Amtrak routes, and Utah's on the list. There's a route that could take you from L.A. to Salt Lake that would stop in Las Vegas, or from Seattle to Denver that would make stops in Utah. But don't get too excited. An Amtrak rep says it's just an idea with no major plans in the works. But John Gleason with UDOT remains optimistic. That's what this process is all about, is uh, going through and determining the feasibility and, and to see if something like this would make sense. 
Jordan Backman with UDOT says if these routes did get started, completion would be many years down the road. Britt Johnson, KSL News Radio. UDOT is announcing some updates to their Kimball Junction project in Park City. Over the last several months, UDOT has worked to narrow down 30 proposed ideas into just two alternative plans to reduce traffic at Kimball Junction. They did this by tracking traffic data and evaluating public feedback. Their two ideas include building a split diamond interchange or adding double turn lanes and pedestrian safety improvements. They released their full report this week and are asking for the public's comments, which can be submitted at the Kimball Junction. The two alternative plans now move on for more study. First look traffic now, and here is Andy Farnsworth. And traffic still crash-free on the freeways. So far, so good with travel times between Ogden and Salt Lake, between Provo and Salt Lake. But uh, getting a little bit of Bangor slowing out in the construction around 2700 West and uh, Riverton. But then it looks pretty good up the west side towards the airport. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Another potential government shutdown deadline is on the horizon. Let's check in with ABC's Ali Pakorin. The problem that Republicans are running into is that they only control one chamber of Congress. The Senate is in the hands of Democrats. So as they've been squabbling over how to pass long-term funding bills, they've been buying themselves time by passing different government funding deadline extensions to try to not shut the government down while they keep debating this. That's worked so far, but things are getting a little bit tense, and this Friday we'll see if they're able to come up with something to once again ebb off a shutdown at the last minute. Stop us if you've heard this before. <laughs> uh, but the deadline is this Friday at midnight. President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, will testify before a closed-door session of the House Oversight and Judiciary Committee today. This marks the most important testimony to date in the Republican-led impeachment inquiry of the president. The questioning will begin during the 8 o'clock hour. Also developing brand new this morning, the funeral for Alexei Navalny has been announced and looks like it'll take place on Friday. The funeral will be open to the public despite the Russian government uh, putting pressure on Navalny's family to keep it private. The Russian opposition leader died in an Arctic prison earlier this month. Lake Mead was ranked as the country's deadliest national park. KS on News Radio's Michael Commit is live with how it got there, Michael. Amanda, the park accounts for 7% of all national park fatalities. Now, that may not seem like much, but with fall-heavy parks like Yosemite or Zions not even making the top three, it says a lot. The thing is, Lake Mead National Recreation Area is huge because it covers the lake, Colorado River, and Lake Mojave. Drownings, heat stroke, and accidents on Highway 95, including people who jump off of Hoover Dam, all get listed as park fatalities. Now, about those drownings, many people just don't know how the lake how the lake can get frigid and unpredictable at certain times of year. So it's imperative to wear a life jacket if you plan on going and staying on the water. Reporting live, Michael Commits, KSL News Radio. Seems a little unfair that Highway 95 deaths would be included in a state yeah. in a national park. Uh, you know, I wonder dangerous why they do place. that. I, I don't know. Hmm.